what is going on everybody welcome back to the power stroke tech talk podcast this is number 23 coming at you live uh we have ds matt reeland and somebody from the future that's right mr <laughs> roger is joining us from australia the west side of australia so we have a uh, a newcomer today we're uh, thankful for him joining us he has reached out uh via the internets and uh we're gonna sit here and we're gonna talk trucks he's got a a kind of unique power stroke we're gonna we're gonna go over that and kind of uh see what life is uh down under and uh for those of you that are not watching on youtube and would like to listen on uh the podcast apps uh make sure to check us out on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify amazon music tune in and Podbean, trying to satisfy everybody on all those platforms so um without further ado roger tell us about your little sport you or your uh, little unique that. power love, stroke you got over there. I love it. I've got like a, I've got a mini F truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Mazda, which is really a Ford. What year is um, it? It's a uh, 2014. Okay, okay. And basically, the same, the same vehicles still sold now. The Ford, Ford bought out the new T6 Ranger in about. I think it was 2011, and that vehicle is still currently sold. The one, the one little difference is you can get it in two engines now. One's the 3.2 five-cylinder, and they have a which is mated to the 6R86 speed. And then you can also buy a two-liter twin-turbo mated to the two. new 10 speed, wow. which actually has a three kilowatts more power than the five-cylinder. Is that a 2.7 liter? Uh, so the, the, the new engine in the new Ranger is two liter. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's twin, like a twin turbo. Two liter. Yeah. Two liter twin turbo with a 10 speed, which was supposed to replace the 3.2 Transit here, which I think, I don't know if Ford scrapped it here in the States because they lost interest or they could get it to meet emissions, but unfortunately no diesel transit for the foreseeable future guys so for tax we kind of like that those things yeah. suck to work on but yeah but you got something kind of cool like yeah, uh, i remember the, the pictures you were ranger. yeah you, you you sent me some pictures and uh, you can kind of briefly um uh, describe you you said you had uh, a couple of emission modifications and a snorkel kind of setup which I thought were kind of cool. I mean, you don't usually see those on the side of trucks over here, you know? Yeah, so the snorkel is obviously just if you can go through river crossings and that, you, you don't have to worry about, about obviously water in the engine. Um, on the, the emission side, I have a, a, a flash loop pro catch can fitted. Yeah, you were telling me about that. That's the, the catch can. I thought that was a that's a pretty, I think a pretty good idea for that particular. Particularly. Ooh, there's a good. How does so does the catch can come out of the valve cover then, or how is it routed on that? Okay. Yeah. So it just comes out of the backside of the valve cover, and then it just dumps, and then goes back into the intake, or does it just you just vent it? I wonder. No, no it's its own little unit, uh -huh. and it has a filter inside, okay. and it also has. 
has a hose that drops all the way down to the bottom of the vehicle underneath. Then that, so every few thousand kilometres, you just get under the car, turn the open okay. the tap, drain the oil out, and then after about thirty or forty thousand kilometres, you just change the filter. Nice. All right, so yeah, it doesn't go back into the intake. It just no. Okay. Yeah, like, like it, it does go back in, but you actually drain the oil before it goes back into the intake. Oh, okay. Like I'm it. loading so, some. Uh... Some pictures he sent me. I'll see. Yeah, you might how, be able to bring them up. I just wonder how some of the things are. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested to see this to see how that sits it's in right that now. in that truck. So for people that aren't aware, the current Ranger we have now in the states, which they what was that 2019? It came back. Does that yeah. sound right? Yeah. 2019. It was actually designed and engineered by Ford Australia. And then obviously it got adapted to be a left-hand drive vehicle. So whatever happens with them, we usually get a few years later because I think Australia recently got the Ranger Raptor. Does that sound right, Roger? Or Yeah, yes, but it's only the two-liter engine in it. Okay, so that's only got the new diesel. So I don't know if they've announced much. I could easily look, but I think we're just going to keep the 2.3-liter EcoBoost. But... Um, I think they might have done some tuning changes or something like that with it, but that's kind of cool how Australia gets the updates and then we're sitting over here like, are we going to get it? Are we going to get it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, that's fun. But you guys obviously get the F-trucks with the big engines, but we don't get any of that unless we convert them ourselves to ride in drive. Oh, I, hear man, that's that's a, I hear that's a, a big business there. Like well, big, seen, it's I've big money. Aaron, I sent Aaron uh, a link to the website where they convert them, and, and it was an F two fifty Lariat, and it cost one hundred and seventy four thousand dollars. Golly! Wow. wow. Yeah, that's what Golly. I was So just just to do with the pricing, like my Ute, if you bought my Ute today in the mid spec XLT model, they are around fifty thousand dollars. They're not cheap. Yeah, it's still expensive. Well, I have to remember, what's the conversion rate of Australian to U.S.? Because that's how much, like, an XLT gas ranger is here now is, like, yeah, 50,000 U.S., which is absurd. When you, yeah. But everything over here is getting ridiculously priced for whatever reason. I don't even think you can get, like, an entry-level diesel 4x4 truck under what, like, 50 or 60 now all right let's see here okay matt i'm going to share screen i want this right this? here i could oh just because you were talking whoa 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 all right can you see this i can i can see that you have started all right hold on let me redo it oh okay. yeah oh can there you hear anything is. can you hear anything no huh uh not really it's, it's quiet okay so he's right. he's just talking right now. <clears throat> you were telling me you can basically narrate right here because they can't hear you talking right now. Dude, that's the I catch can right there, right? Yep, that's it there. Yep. All right. It looks yeah, like I think I was saying that I've got an exhaust gas temperature gauge installed into the exhaust because I fitted a three inch exhaust as well. Nice. Look at that thing. Isn't yeah. that cool? And Is that the, the snorkel? car's got a Oh yeah. oh yeah, there's a small. Look how big that air filter is. 
why does that that engine look so small in there i don't know we've never seen it in a pickup before yeah i mean you're right you know what i'm saying yeah and it's pretty far back too because i mean i mean the other thing with a transit is that the engine bay is not very big like whatsoever okay so to speak let me well no i was just i was just looking at some of those where some brackets would be and i'm like where's the oh yeah it's not gonna be there okay so let me go back here so check this out uh right here right here okay you should be able to see this now okay so here's his big old intercooler tube so his throttle body intake is different than what we're accustomed to. Well, maybe it's just because it's in a transit. Right. Uh, I, I replaced the rubber one with, with metal. Ah. Well, yeah, because like that, the... Sorry, go ahead. That, that hose, that metal pipe there, if it's in rubber, they, they split like all the time. The four dealers carry three or four spare because they just split all the time. They're, they're wow, furious. wow. And you can't, oh, you, you can't actually see it in the video, but I've got a secondary fuel filter as well. So I run a 30 micron fuel filter with that catches the water as well. And that's just, just before the, the normal fuel filter. I think that thing looks kind of cool. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it does. What about working on it? How, how is it having that brush guard on it? Is that, is that no big deal? Uh, well, I don't, you don't really work on it much. If it gets service, I just take it to my local mechanic and he, he pulls the, the underbody protection off. It's a bit of a pain because it's quite heavy. But yeah, I mean, I only change all once a year because I don't drive very far. Oh, wow. Look at that big old hitch. Well, I mean, not big old hitch, but I mean, it. Oh, right there. The other, oh, I want to hear that thing so bad because that's got a. So it's got a three inch so exhaust cool. with a, just a small muffler, and that's all it's got. And it's got a um, ECU tune in it as well. That's got to sound really good. Nice straight five. It actually goes really well. It's got quite a lot of power for you know for that size engine. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to look these up. Oh dang! I just look up like straight pipes three. Oh, wow. damn, that is really cool. Oh, you got the got the awning. Yeah, because we uh, got yeah. the. My ute's only used for fishing and four-wheel driving. I don't, it's not my daily. I have a Ford Focus that I drive daily. Oh, okay. I was going to ask what do you, what do you oh, use this is, for. Oh, but... this is what I like. I thought this was a cool setup, how you got this. Got this all set oh, up. Oh, heck yeah. Isn't that cool? So you got an inverter back there so you can charge batteries in your drone and then, all right, got a volt. Yeah, what? so underneath the flat platform is a 120 amp hour lithium battery running a 700 watt red arc inverter, pure sine mm. wave. And then I can charge the drone batteries through 240 volts. So I can charge three drone batteries at once. Damn. That's, pretty smart. Can, That's very interesting. Charge. Sorry, what that, was that, mate? The battery choice, you said it's a, it's a lithium uh, metal battery. It's not a lead acid battery. Yeah. Yeah, it's a 120 amp hour lithium battery, yes. That's pretty cool. I thought that thing you had at your house that you could drive your, your truck up on, I thought that was pretty nifty. Oh, yeah, I have my own, my own ramp so I can – because we go fishing all the time, we have to drive on the, on the beach, which is a little bit salty, 
and then I put it up on the on the car ramp when I get home, and then I wash it, and then I can also rust proof it myself and all that stuff. Oh man, that's awesome! And I, yeah, you'll see in the video there, I've, I've put the bigger the bigger sump on the um, transmission. Oh, okay, cool. That's a cool upgrade. Oh, look, his diff comes out the other way. Wait, what rear end are they running? Isn't that weird? Do they normally use a? Is it, do they just run like a nine inch? It comes out the front. I don't know. I'm not a rear end dude. I don't know what the heck that was. It looked like a nine inch. I don't know. It's about to go back to it. It's the, other, big... the other mods I've done is I've put a transmission cooler on it and a 50, 50 degree bypass valve in the trans in the transmission. Oh wow. I'm liking all of this. Most and there's a hundred and forty liter fuel tank fitted with standards eighty liters, and all the suspension's been upgraded, and uh, it's a two inch lift, and and I run two eight five seventy seventeen tires on it. Have Have you owned Ooh, it since a, new? It's a meaty tire. I've had it since new, yeah. Oh wow, cool, cool. Did Did you, Did it actually have a a pickup body on it, and you took it off, or did it come with a just a flatbed? Wait, hold on, hold on. You have water on, man. Yeah. You're just impressing me left and right right now. Yeah, I'm gonna come to Australia, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> seriously, people think, people it's the ultimate fishing station, dude. Yeah, I, people it's, think it's, they're fishing. wheeling here with their oh, yeah, crawlers. You're, you're in, you're in here's fishing. Roger with his you yeah. just showing everyone up. Oh man. Oh boy. He's like I'll show that you boys how to wheel. Seriously. So so yeah, that is a fishing rig. So and, are you uh, when you guys are out there fishing? Are you uh, are you fly fishing in like the ocean or what kind of what do you guys get? I mean, we fish we fish in the ocean and I went out a couple of weeks ago and uh -huh. I was showing showing Aaron we caught a shark. Actually, there's the video there. I can see it coming up there. Oh, the, uh, what else? That's so crazy! Look at that. I could, oh, I is come, that the four scan? Your cylinder balance? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, if the, the bit of history, guys, that when I first got the Ute, the, the engine blew up at fifty-two thousand kilometers. Mm. Oh no! You guys noticed that's it's, not an iPhone. It's quite a, it's quite a long story. <laughs> but, but once I got back home, and then I found out that you could monitor the injectors with that four scan app. So uh, uh, that's what I do now to make sure the injectors are all good because that's what failed the first time. So when you had a, you said you had the engine replaced. Yes, the engine blew up, and then they they put. I, I got a new engine. Yeah. Was that under warranty, or did you have to pay out of pocket? No, it it was actually out of warranty, but they still they still paid for the new engine. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because that only, only done fifty. Close. I'd only done 52,000 kilometers and I had full service history and I'd actually serviced it more, more than I needed to. So they, they, they gave me the money back for the new engine, which was about $15,000. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's a big that's, yeah, that's, one I just showed you. That's nice. You'll see the shark coming up in a minute. That's the thing that sucks here is like, you can't really, I don't know of any, where in the U.S. other than maybe like Hawaii and parts of California where you can just drive your, Jeez, your truck onto that. the beach and go do stuff. Yeah, that's, that's real cool. That's freaking pretty sweet, dude. Well, I, I can drive and within 10 minutes I'll be on a beach. 
from here. Wow. Man, Australia's looking pretty good to me right That's, now. Yeah, especially That's... when I look outside. Right. Holy hell, look at that thing. Roger, if I come visit you, can we uh can you get me on a bear Monday? Uh, that's that's up the top of this state. Hey, I'm I'm willing to drive. <laughs> we, we catch, we, we catch sharks, sharks there, are you? All right, so that's just oh, the dump. Uh, yeah. Drain the oil out here. Looks like kind of the same oil pan, huh? Huh? Uh, uh. Matt, yeah. I thought the I thought on our transits the drain plug was in the middle though. I don't know. I haven't worked on. Oh yeah, I guess it is, months. isn't it? Yeah, it is. What is that? Oh, you're looking at the bucket. Yeah, that's the oil and the catch game. Oh, here, here's your thing at the house or at your shop or whatever. Oh yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty slick. And that's that's badass. It gets it way up there, huh? Sean's getting ideas now. No, I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> My four fifty. I'd have to be uh, pretty good at to carry that kind of weight. Look at that exhaust. Oh, no, that's what's up. Just giving it a wash. I like that's that. Like Matt, he Heck does yeah. that a lot at work. Mm-hmm. I do. I'd be all over that, man. Any any oil leak I have, I always clean them off underneath. I like to do that for peace of mind for my customers and for me so that I don't have some oil dripping down. That's residual oil. They come back and they're like, hey, what the heck, man? You said you fixed this and it's still leaking. Did you see the shock? Yeah. Yep. Well, this is definitely some eye-opening cool stuff. I'm like, oh, wow. It's, it's cool that there's not a ton of people there. Like, it's not just filled with people. We, we were the only ones there, the whole beach. Yeah. It's like Dang. a secret. My it's like God. a secret spot. I want to come. <laughs> Let's uh, go. Yeah, if you, I actually have my own YouTube channel. I'll put all the fishing videos on my YouTube, so you can watch them later. We'll put a link You've got a YouTube fishing. That, that's uh, the same thing that really with Ryan does, who's, uh, who's here. Got a YouTube fishing channel as well. How many? How many other uh, of your buddies um, have have power strokes or that same? So, so my brother has the, the the same vehicle as mine, but in the Ford version. My mate, my, I've got another mate coming today with the exact same car as mine, the Mazda version. Okay. The, the boss at work's got the Ford version. The, the, there's a lot. The, they're one of the biggest selling vehicles in Australia. I was going to say, every time Ford. I've like watched um, car guys down there, especially like Mighty Car Mods, is they're always talking about utes and how big they are and any other, you know, car channel, um, anything on Motor Trend where they go down there. Even watching videos at Summer Nats, there's always a ute somewhere. Like somewhere in the vicinity, there's a Ute, and it's usually a Ranger. Yeah, the biggest selling vehicle in Australia. That's really. That's awesome. Wow, I wouldn't think the Ranger would be. I would. That's awesome. So, so the Rangers that they sell in Australia are they built there? I would think they are built there. Everything's built built there. They're in in Thailand. Oh, in Thailand. Wow. the Mitsubishi, the Isuzu, which is the Isuzu and Mazda are, are together now. So there's no more Ford 
Mazda. It's Isuzu Mazda. And the Toyota Hilux, that's, they're all made in Thailand. Wow. Including the Ford Ranger, yeah. Wow. That's incredible. I, I, it's, it's, it's a, it's a different side of the world, uh, really. Um, just, we don't have cars that come from Thailand. Um, and well, I mean, they're, I mean, I know, I know on the general motors end, some of their smaller compact SUVs are made in China, um, which I know people that own them Yeah, and they don't have any problems. The Mach E that is going to be shipped to the rest of the world, so not um, our Machis. Yeah, our <laughs> Machis. So not the ones that the ones that get built in um, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Those are going to stay in North America and South America. The ones that are going to go to Europe, Australia, New Zealand, mm-hmm. um, and into Africa. Those are all going to be coming out of the Ford. Chen, I, I, I'm not even going to try to say the name. That's going to come out of Ford's plant in China. Oh, really? There's going to be zero quality difference. So people need to just get it out of their heads that if it's built in China, it's junk. Let's get over that by now. Oh. Um, but I mean, it would probably be pretty damn good if it's built in China. Yeah, I mean, I don't we buy a lot of stuff from there. What is this? It says J A. P-A-N. Ah, Doc, some of the best things are made in Japan. Ah, Japan. Ah, China. Ah, sometimes they make good stuff. Japan, they make good stuff there, but China, don't they make the iPhones there? Oh, yeah. Phones get made there. Computers get get made there. What is Samsung? My mic probably got made there. Computers and computers and phones are surprisingly consistent. I mean, if yeah, if the top brands want to do their stuff there. Speaking of phones and Super Duties, you know what I really don't like? I think that fast charger that is down. You really under, don't like that thing. You keep bringing I, it up. Yeah, because, you know, somebody just said something to me about the other day. I met one of my uh, subscribers who is local to me. Um, he'd reached out reached out to Rich at Limitless, Limitless and got the mirror spot. I hooked him up got the dually light installed and he was like you know what ptt i hate that thing and talking about the wireless one down there yeah yeah i think it's kind of useless and the only thing i could use it for was charging my samsung uh ear uh uh, headphones well dude that's what i've been saying if you have something smaller it's probably what it's great yeah but wouldn't you want to charge your phone there I don't know. It's like it's one of those things you use it once like, oh, that's cool. You know, you put it in a different spot because or, like if you're putting it anything, really, it's really just not big enough. Is it? Is that what I know? It's not I'm big gathering. enough. It's in an awkward not, position. No. I is think it, does it fit your big note phone or no? Uh, you know, I haven't tried the new one yet. It barely fits my Google Pixel. Really? I don't it fit the other one. one. It barely, I, mean, it's I like can I can fit like a tight. standard sized iPhone 10 down in there. So. But I will say this, when you plug it your gets phone, hot. when you plug your phone into the USB C that is uh, built into the mm. that that same area, I believe that's a fast charge. Is it? I yeah, think, I think, I think those it can, is. US, dude, it's kind of crazy what USB C can do. Like my whole setup right now is running off of one USB C port. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Wow, it's go- amazing. That my GoPros. All that, all that data that you're pumping through through that port, Matt. All the data, all the power, everything. It's pretty. Oh, that's, that, that's pretty good. All the power. Maybe that's too. what we should go to now. We're not gonna 
trucks aren't going to have connectors. It's just all going to be U.S. What about what about that? Uh, what about the news that uh, Ford wants to leave Microsoft and go with Google now? Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Oh no, they announced that they their partnership with uh, no, it was with Google. They're going to start using Android systems. Yeah. So you're so you're thinking like you're talking like let's get rid of Microsoft. Uh, what do they call it? Sync. Yeah. Sync. Sync. Get rid of Sync and get Google. Ooh, Google update. Ooh, those Google Maps. Ooh, that would be everybody uses Google Maps. Maybe aren't, they on, aren't they already on the new ones? Who uses Sync? When you maps? use Android Auto? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you gotta, gotta plug go your phone to, to to have that active, I guess. Honestly, you it's can, not even that good. You can have all the assistants, whether it's like Google, Siri, Alexa. You can just yell it in your car if it's connected, and it'll just do stuff for you. You know what I think we should do is take a poll or ask questions. We're asking questions. I'm going to ask a question to everybody listening is if you guys could think of uh, you too, Roger, not just uh, a super duties, uh, but you know, in, in your application, what would be one thing if you could reach out to Ford Motor Company, say the design engineer from every system in the car, uh, you got the interior, you got the engine, you got the drivetrain, you got the, the paint and body. If you could ask one thing to them or request that they change one thing or implement something into, what would it be? I got a pen and paper for this because I got a really would long you, list. Would you want, you know... Uh, the fast charger to be in a different location. For instance, uh, on on my uh, Tahoe here, on the new ones, the fast charger was right in the center console, like right where you put your phone, like right. Yeah, boom, but I right hear that middle. one's so skinny that it doesn't work that good. So. Well, I'm just saying the size, I'm like location. Right, like, right, I right, mean, right. you know, somewhere more accessible like that, or I mean. Uh, yes. Here's you know my what, question. I, if I, know what I, I know what my answer is. Go ahead, Matt, but I know if, I think I know what my answer is. How many people use Bluetooth to, you know, stream music or play music or be hands-free or whatever, but still oh, yeah. plug their phone in to charge it? Right, right, right. So then it's kind of like, do you really need Bluetooth or uh, yeah, I don't ever charge my phone in the car. Oh, dude, you have to. Otherwise, it just the Bluetooth I, I, just kills I your battery. I, I think, uh, not mine. Uh, no, dude, no. My Bluetooth on all day. Yeah, what do you mean? My phone can take a little Bluetooth. Ooh. I think if I think I like Bluetooth. my phone can take a little bit of Bluetooth. I like it. Do you, you rather just use the cord? I wouldn't want to use the cord. That'd be oh terrible. no, I'd wa- I'd do because here's the thing: if I'm streaming music and I'm gonna go from like Grand Rapids up to Traverse City, my phone's just gonna be bogging data the entire time, okay. and it's just gonna rip down my battery. But my phone's also like two or three yeah. years old now, so and an Apple. My, yeah, oh, yeah, guess you what? It's got what? A Samsung <laughs> battery. Matt. Matt. Samsung <laughs> battery. I bet. I bet Apple's like throttling <laughs> that phone down so you can get a new Apple. Because mine. They like, see you making these TikToks and they're like, no, "Man, dude, we got to turn a- this guy down." AT and T is mine's out to like, get me. I'm telling you, I've had an, be, I, I have had an iPhone since I was in like ninth grade. So that was the second one. It was the 3G, Aww. and I got this crazy Aww. unlimited deal, right? Truly unlimited Aww. talk, text, and web for $39.95 a month, and those guys are after me. They're like, um, you need to change your plan. I'm like, no, I'm grandfathered in. Well, we can give you 
unlimited international calling. I'm like, I don't call anyone international. Good try. Well, we can give you Wi-Fi hotspots. Um, I don't need Wi-Fi hotspots. Good try. I like my $40 a month, truly unlimited. Thank you very much. See you truly. Bro, bro. Truly. A lot of guys are getting unlimited for like $40, $50 a month today anyway. So no, 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 no. And, and you know what? AT&T blows compared nope. to Verizon. Oh, Agreed. Nope. 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 Like for, as a as a professional, I wouldn't even have AT and Roger, I, what what I cell even mess around with that? What oh, cell they carriers they do have, they have over there? Do they, they have, have Verizon way and shit? Ones. In Australia, we have, we have Optus, Telstra, and Vodafone. I think the other one. I would say oh, Vodafone's wow. like the biggest international one outside of the U.S. Oh wow! Never never heard of those ones. Well, anyway, before Matt went on and on about his cell phone. Yeah, now you know how it feels when someone interjects your good conversation. It's like, oh, well, I run full synthetic oil. I do. I just did my oil change last Friday, and I just did 540, and I switched over to new fuel filters. Did you and run Did you run that hot shots yet? I haven't I'm gonna, we're, talked about we're gonna, it yet. But you talked about it on the last one. I know I haven't. Uh, oh wait, uh, no. Oops, oops. I just let the cat I, out of the bag. I, I haven't we're, fully. We're thinking about. We're thinking about opened it. Dude, truck. I gotta watch what I'm saying because I know a lot of stuff that's going on right now. I'm excited because I'm it's excited. something I want to use. Uh, and I'm not um, even talking about hot shots. I'm talking about other things. Yeah, they they uh, they came through. <laughs> And uh, we're excited. We're gonna we're gonna show what uh, what they uh, sweeten the deal with. We're we're ready. I'm excited. So, I think we should use my truck as a test truck, being that I put this kind of hours on it, this kind of usage. You know, let's we're just already, say we're already at thirty percent oil life, and I just changed it. Let's so. say I'm gonna have to get DS. Aaron's gonna choke you through that screen for following the oil filter monitor. And why? I, I mean, it's making me change it sooner. So, well, I mean, my oil monitor is making me change it sooner, not later. So I don't think I don't think it's a problem. We're going to have I to can... send Roger a care package and a uh, we're going to have to send him a send him a shirt. I'll have to get your yeah. address after the show. I'll have to send you out. I have to send you out some stuff. Oh, look what he's got here. This is I'm what right. you're running over there. HPR5. Five forty. Oh wow! Look at that. Well, I've actually switched to the ten forty. Oh. Wow, Matt! Thanks for bringing up oil. You know, this is what I like to talk about. Uh, six liter. All well, right. What, what is? Yeah, five, what do they put 10, on the? 20. What do they put on the cap for the uh, for the transit? Is it full synthetic five forty? It no. It it comes with the same exact same oils in my Focus, which is full synthetic five W thirty. Okay. I can't, I haven't done an oil change on one of those things in probably a year. So I don't. Does it take 13 quarts still remember. or 12 quarts? Uh, it takes. It'd be like a 10, 10 liters. Uh, the right, yeah, my, my full drive takes 10 liters. Oh, liters. Duh. What am I talking about? <clears throat> I've, got, I've got, how much is it? One quarter liter or? I'm not They're sure. very close. Yeah. A quart's very close. 3.96. 3.96 liters to a gallon. Interesting. Right. So there's four quarts in a gallon. So a liter is like almost a quart. 
It's like if you had a court and a leader, they'd be very close. Um, but yeah, if I could change one thing on the Ford vehicles, the one thing that would change is all the safety regulations with regards to cameras and lights, like three miles an hour. Oh, I think speaking of that, I got Rich has got it coming. I got Does it. Does he? It's coming. I got it. It's coming. That'd be, that'd that be, you're talking about. I need to know. Uh, Rich, out of the loop. Rich has uh, just now got for those of you. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, have to put. I'll put a link to Limitless, and then you guys can just contact him because he's got all the cool stuff. I don't have it. Um, for those of you that have 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 Aluma duties and have the 360 camera and want to turn their cameras on anytime they want while driving, any speed, and put your turn signal on, left camera comes on, right turn signal, right camera comes on, reach out to him. He's got the module. He's got some, uh, he says the kit comes with some instructions. You'll need four scan. Uh, you got two features you have to turn on. No big deal. I got the upcoming four scan video. I'm going to show you how to do a bunch of stuff so you guys are, feel comfortable. You guys won't be nervous. Um, and then you uh, take the center stack out, disconnect some stuff, put all of it back in, and do some four scan programming. And... Now you can turn your cameras on anytime you want. So like DS trucks with them big girl, wide body hips, turn signal, plowing, backing up. I want to look at my rear view camera. People towing, turning right. I like, I like the left. turn signal idea. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. So he's got a cool kit uh, uh, to upfit uh, those guys who have the 360 cameras um, is just now available. So uh, make sure to check out him uh, so you guys can get hooked. Uh, unfortunately, he calls me. He's like, guess what? Guess what? What? I got something really cool, but you can't use it on your truck. I'm like, oh, I'm like, why not? Because you don't have 360 camera. I'm like, oh. And then he proceeds to tell me what I just told you. I'm like, oh. But I know DS wanted, uh, has been trying to, uh, or actually has been talking about it. And just coincidentally, Rich had just got a hold of me a couple days ago and was like, yo, dude, Chuck. What just came in? I got them like, oh, Diaz was just talking about this. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want that, that'd be a cool, uh, that'd be a cool feature. But uh, we can put it on my truck, do a video. It'd be cool. That would be sick. 450, uh -huh. 450 camera anytime. Mod. Yeah. I'm going to have a big boy cool truck someday. Matt, I got you one know? for you. Matt, I got one for you. So we uh, did the, I did the uh, plow hookup video. Video went live today for the plow install. The plowing me, one, the install. Me, yes, I me, saw that. Me, I didn't watch it, but I'm gonna watch it after this. Okay. Uh, so we we I got the plow installed, and uh, the C rings do not turn on with the plow. Once mm -hmm. the module turns everything off, well, the the interface in the fender does not carry the Lin wire for the headlights that goes somewhere else so it actually controls the c rings and all that stuff that feed goes through a different part of the harness and it doesn't interface with the plow hookup at all but when the plow module switches over to the plow side uh -huh. it turns the whole headlight out so like the c rings will work until 
the plow module kicks on and then it just turns everything off. Yeah, we couldn't like figure it out because when we looked at the headlight connector or not the headlight connector, but like that circuit and it's like the headlight and then it goes through and what was the what was the other part on the right? Wait, so you're saying the C-rings don't work at all or only when the plow lights are switched on? As soon as the plow, as soon as the module takes over, the C-rings turn off. Well, yeah, they probably wouldn't be on anyways. I, they would really... be, though, and drive. Well, yeah, but yes. I'm saying you don't really need them. Well, I know, but they, why would they, why would the, turning the well, plow turn? We just, want, we just want them to look cool. We don't really. Sorry, we definitely, we definitely don't, definitely don't need them. But they would provide some <clears> some <throat> side light. You could make an argument that you need them. Not if we turn the brightness up, they would add some perimeter lighting, for sure. Make it. Mm, yeah. I feel like I said that they wouldn't work, but I don't remember. Let me look at something here. Headlamps. <sighs> Headlamps. I, I guess it's a matter of figuring out what is, you know, what what's hot when you and drive and just going down the road your searings are on is it like i mean i guess you could just splice a jumper into it so that they're on so connector 10 right that's what i'm thinking five connector 1005 but you're gonna have to look at both see why it does it and then maybe you'll have to because it's it's a fisher blade side marker daytime douglas, running are they douglas it's dynamics douglas too? it's douglas dynamics same as western and same as all that yeah, so you'd probably have to see what kind of logic they're running inside that module. But I think see, that's what we don't running. know. I think I think I would I wouldn't be surprised if the logic that they're running is take everything that's going to the headlights, turn it all off, and then turn it all to the plow. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, then just turns everything off. But what controls your C rings doesn't even go through that harness for the plow. My guess, uh, we don't know. Quite but yet, it goes but into the headlights, right? It goes to the headlight, but it doesn't go through the plow interface of the fender. No, yeah, there's not connector, an inline connector for it. Yeah, connector 1005, and it's right up by the battery on the passenger side, like up in the fender skin. And it only has the low beam and the high beam circuit going through it. That's pin five what and else, six. Pin what four else, what, is what DRO. So I'm looking, on their own circuit. Yeah, I'm going from the BCM to the headlamp. I what have, are the other circuits? I have a Lin turn outage, turn, side marker, DRL, yep, high beam and low beam. Could it be Lin? Because Lin is in our headlight. Lin. Lin was our headlight uh, main control wire, wasn't it? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know what Lynn is doing. I think it's just a communication between the the headlight module, like the the little computer, communicating to the the BCM. Well, my thing is like I was thinking it's the ground, but we were saying like it's got blinkers, like the the actual mm -hmm. blinkers and hazards still function in the headlight, so it does have. It could be that Lynn wire because remember on the bottom of the pin. On the 20s, they have that one extra circuit on the bottom. It's Lin. It's called Lin. And that was controlling like the high beams and it was controlling the. What color is it? What color is the Lin wire? 
Well, I mean, this is a good uh, question for anyone that's watching. Yellow this Violet. won't come out until, like, what, end of March? This one will Yeah, come out? well, actually, we need to tell everybody the setup. So he's got a Fisher Plow, a Fisher Plow on a 20 F450 Lariat Ultimate. And the problem we're having is when the plow's hooked up, we have no C-rings. And I know uh, my buddy Rich was saying he had a guy contact him. So the dude did strobe lights and they worked flawless like mine. The dude hooked up his plow and noticed his C-rings didn't work and called my boy Rich and was like, hey, you know, ever since you did the strobe light, da, 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 and then stumbled upon, hey, it was when the plow was hooked up, but we didn't find out what his remedy was. And First off, when we got the wiring, DS got the wiring, and those guys were jerking him around, sent him the wrong kit. And it clearly was the wrong kit. It says 17 and 19 on it, but they told us it would work. So maybe they didn't have like the 20s out, but realized the 17 and 19s were. It was the wrong kit. So it just seems guy, like they were getting parts off the shelf. Yeah. So to make a long story short, blah, 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 uh, uh, literally more than a month and several phone calls, we finally get the right harness. And you see the video just came out today, the 13th of uh, 17th of February, where he had to reinstall the correct wiring. And you can see the interface that we're talking about. So if you take the right hand fender liner out of these F series trucks and look immediately right up underneath the fender lip, you'll see a harness that's going to be running, you know, around along the, the, the curve of the fender and you go into the fun, the firewall. And there is a little connector that is just right on the inside of that harness that is just, you know, on the outside and you can unplug it. Your plow harness goes into one end, the other plow harness goes into the other end. So now it's in line and that is what's going to give you access for your uh, headlamps for both the left and the right. So you're not Instead of having two plugs and it's, it's actually less disassembly because like we were doing originally. Yeah. You so how could that have been the, the right harness? Right. You wouldn't have to take out all the grill and the headlights and all that. You just do the fender. I think had we known, I mean, it was a learning experience. We got to show and document how to correctly put a plow wiring up. Well, a 17 through 19 plow wiring. Well, what's but... funny is they have that interface through 17 and 19, but for whatever reason, I don't know why you'd go through the headlights like that when you have it, you've had it in the fender liner and the wheel well all this time. So I don't know. Honestly, too, what was weird, they might have, I don't know if it could have been for another vehicle because like the, the relays were not holding the headlights up. Like they were overheating. And that's why mm. I finally broke down and did it because like the headlights were turned off and the relays were overheated. Like you could t- clear, you could tell by looking at them at the relays. Melt down. They were melting down. Lucky nothing, nothing else. Just have like a very poor pin fitment issue, or why were they getting so hot? I don't know, but they weren't as large as the ones on the kit that I installed. Now they're like half the size. Oh. But I don't know. Speaking the ones of- I have now are huge. Speaking of stuff on the front of the truck, I, I noticed uh, lights. Um, Roger, you had a, a couple of uh, big size lights on the front of yours. Is that uh, those those pretty good, pretty good brightness for when you're out on the beach at night? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I got the two two round spotties LED and the light bar as well. So that wide one yeah. was like almost the 
the with the grill or whatever. <laughs> Probably get twenty ID children. Oh yeah. Uh, but they don't. Yeah. They, th those trucks don't come with upfitter upfitter switches, do they? Or did you have to uh, add your own switches? No, nah, you put. Yeah, you normally those lights they they come with a wiring harness with the switch. But, so you just fit that switch in the car. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because yeah. I know the transits over here, they actually come with like four little uh, aux switches that you'll be able to, you know, be already. Yeah, uh, nah, my, my car didn't have any anything like that. Oh, okay. Maybe the new models do, but my, mine didn't. Do you see guys? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Because you said uh, what the Toyota Tundras are really big over there, and the Rangers. Well, it's the, it's the Hilux. Oh, Hilux. Smaller than like a Tacoma. So do 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 you see guys putting big brush guards or anything on these things? Oh, absolutely! All all the dual cabs, whichever one you pick, you can you can have a, what we call a rhubarb or a bull bar, um, underbody protection. Okay. It's available for all all of the use. Anything you want. No, there are a kidding. lot of guys putting like lift kits and big old tires on their uh their utes, or they just keep them like stock ride height. Well, my, mine's got a two inch lift, and I run two eight five seventy seventeens, so I've I've got a lot bigger tire than it came with. Well, hey, you know how big our tires get. We run like yeah. over here. We run ridiculous tires. Well, yeah, uh, we were talking. You can get we the Raptor now. With 37s, yeah. Right. That's that thing, that thing is sweet. If, okay. Now, what would I know you? They, I know what, you can. What? I know you can, but you can't tell us. Have you guys started pumping those out yet? We've built a couple. I can say it. Okay. They're out there. They're on like TFL. Are they? Oh, on, so we've, are they we've built. Are they we've sweet? built Raptor. Oh, um, I don't know. From where I saw it, where I'm at, it's. It looked uh, it looked cool, but it's hard to really tell because I'm it's it's naked. It's like not even built. So but, uh, uh, tell Roger. I don't. Do you know where uh, what other what other job Diaz has? Right, Roger. No, I, I was going to ask him what does he do when he's not playing on snow. Uh, okay, so fill him in so he kind of knows. Like uh, like I work uh, at I work at Ford with the F one fifties. I build the F one fifties. Oh wow, they they're awesome. I like them. Hell yeah. Yeah. So so Matt's talking about the Raptor. Um, what what's really cool is we are we've built the trimmer. That's gonna be really cool. The trimmer is gonna be just as cool as the Raptor. It's gonna have vents. Well, the trimmer's have... F one fifty, is it? Um, we're right now. Uh, it's only for the Super Duty, but nice. uh, but they're coming. It's been out in a one fifty form, but it was kind of a regular. It was a smaller vehicle with a lot more power. Before it was like a regular cab, supercharged. Uh, I think something like that. But now they're gonna do a crew cab trimmer. It's gonna be lifted. It's gonna have bigger tires. I think. 37 to 35 something like that wow but it's gonna be pretty cool i think it's the, the ones that i saw are going to be both 3.5 eco boost and they said the bigger engine the guys in the launch because when those trucks come down there when they came they were wrapped in camouflage and uh there was a whole team of people checking every nut bolt screw everything they were taking double checking every torque marking every bolt and they were like well, it's going to get jumped and it's going to get like put through some testing. You know, like when you see the guys taking them out to the desert and doing whatever, jumping through the sand dunes. Yeah. So, so when get, those get, do they have a separate line for like the test mules or no, those, get just, uh, those just get thrown on the main line? Like they, they go through, they're on the line. They go through the line, but 
uh, they get a team of people that like go through and like they'll watch you put it together and they'll like sometimes they'll they'll do it if you guys you... gotta see this Sean, look at and that usually go ahead Sean, oh and, uh... yeah <laughs> <laughs> trimmer ranger go oh, ahead wow. um how many days a week do you work at the factory so how do you snow plow after work hours how does that work I work on a weekend at the factory, uh, four days a week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. At four days at the factory and... Yep. Oh, yeah, that's that's all right. Yep. I yeah, work so... my roster seven, seven days on, seven off. Oh, yeah. Um, no, we, I haven't done that. You know, we haven't, we haven't rolled that out over here. I've heard that it's happened before, but we just haven't done that. I've been there for like eight years and we've just, I've always done the same shift. I do 40. I don't work overtime and I, and I go home. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah we people, do one week on week off. That's it. That's our roster here. You oh, is that what you guys do there? Oh, okay. You got kind of an interesting, um, profession. <laughs> uh, what, what, what do you operate? It's a, just an excavator at a gold mine. Yeah. Hell oh, yeah! That's pretty damn cool. <laughs> gold mine. Wait, so what? What kind of? You're just running a big old, uh, big old crane, like a cat or something like that. Hitachi. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. damn. So that's a, okay. No, that's a big one though that you run, huh? Three, three sixty ton. Dude. Dang! How big so, is like? How tall is that? How many? Well, you guys don't. You guys use yards is like a unit of measure. Or do you go by meters? How big of a, how much does the bucket hold? Uh, about 20 cubic meters. Jesus. 20 cubic meters? Roughly, yeah. That's a big one. Dang, that's a big, yeah, that's a big, that's, that's a probably big like bucket. one of the biggest ones, I would think, right? Uh, it's it's probably mid-size because you can get 800,000 ton excavators in here. Oh, okay. So yeah, you just, it's are a you... big machine, but... Are you like yeah. scooping dirt and then it goes to like a processing plant, like a big off-road truck and then to a processing plant or? Yeah, so so we dig it out of the pit, goes oh. on a on a on a two hundred ton dump truck. The uh -huh. dump truck takes it up to the surface, tips it tips it off, and if it's if it's waste, it goes to the waste dump. If it's ore, it gets put in a different spot. And if we tip in high grade or low grade or whatever it is, then then the road trains. Which have got like four trailers. They they cart about a about a hundred ninety to hundred ton at a time. The road trains come along, but what you would call an eighteen wheeler, but with yeah. four trailers, and then they pick it up and then they take it to the processing mill. Do so I have mean, you ever have I you ever seen Gold that. Rush? Do you have, the have you ever the seen show? Yeah, yeah he's Gold like Rush he's like that's nothing compared oh, to what he, we're he's, doing. He's, that doesn't sound like it sounds like you're doing way bigger than like the oh, Gold yeah. Rush show. <laughs> Oh yeah, because <laughs> they don't have excavators that big on Gold Rush. I mean, I think no, some of them might, but they're not. They're not doing what Roger's doing. Unless you're talking about the one guy, uh, the old dude who's got like the boat, the floating uh, plant that. Moves. Oh, talking about Tony Beats, are ya? Yeah, Tony Beats. He's got a, <laughs> he's got some big stuff, but it's all old, janky. It's nothing new or, or nice. 
No, that's what I really like about watching videos down in Australia is the road trains. You just got this big old he Mack truck. Just sent with me like a picture of that today. Dual steer axles. Dang. Just like five rows of axles behind the truck and then just trailers. Oh, let's and see if I can find it. Hold on. Bogging in those things. Big old Western I star. Video. I, I took a couple of videos yesterday that boys would like to, like to see it. Oh, I'm going to like, if it's a big old truck, I'm going to like, it doesn't matter what it's doing. It can just be sitting there. I get all excited. Oh, dude. Sometimes when the guys are dropping off cars to the dealership, I'll sit there and get a honk out of them. (laughs) Dude, we've just been having mock E's come in left and right lately. Really? We got one with the battery out. What, the battery went bad? They had to, like, switch uh, pack five and two or something, and hmm. I guess there's something wrong with the the cell. Have you looked underneath those? Yeah, it's pretty crazy seeing no tunnel. Did you see what they embossed on the, yeah. like, the traction? Yeah, yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Electric ponies live I took here. a picture of that. That's hilarious. I know, I know. Okay, Did I'm going to share this right here. Yet, Matt? Dude. I put one in unbridled mode and just let it go. It's Those things, sweet. they giddy up. They giddy up and go. Check that out. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's pretty far out right there. What? Isn't that crazy, dude? That's insane. So it's a, it's a three-axle truck with, like, how many trailers is that? Four. One. Uh, Dang! What? Well, I've John, did you see? It. Did you hear how much he said they're hauling out? They're hauling out like a hundred ton at a time. Yeah, and like, don't they like uh, hijack those things? Like people oh, try yeah. to take them? Oh, they're not not really. No. no? Oh, I thought that's what they do. Dang! You're going to another level. People taking the trucks, like uh, Fast and Furious, like the first one. Oh yeah. yeah. Speaking of Fast and Furious, how many gears do those transmissions have in that movie? Got like a hundred speed. They just keep shifting. Just always shifting. Shifting in nitrous. Nas. Are kangaroos down there just like super common? Like everywhere you go? Yeah. Yeah. There's lots around here. Are they like like the US version of deer? Because they'll punch you. Won't they punch you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That one video, that guy fighting it. Yeah. (laughs) This kangaroo's jacked. Uh, Out of all the things, he's like, because <laughs> they're gonna punch you. I love it. Uh, oh yeah, we're looking so, at all. Oh yeah, look at this. What he, what he what he saw today. What would, what would be the effect? Oh, that's, that's a seven three drive seven three. Ain't that crazy? Look, it got a little, little. Uh, yeah, that was Aus- on the way yesterday. Australian Australian light here on the fender. Look at that. Hold on, hold on. Look at those wheels. Dude, they got they even have the Ford hubs. What would you think if you saw that here? I don't know. I would say You'd be like, like hmm, dude, I, uh, I don't know what I like, what I'm more impressed by. You know, you know what I'd be like, I ain't trying to be no dog catcher. You know, you know what? You guys <laughs> really? over in, in, in Australia, it seems like you guys will make the vehicle extremely functional. Like yeah, it's yeah, not that's pretty well spot on, yep. It's not uh, about how how it looks or anything. It's about function. No Bluetooth yeah, drive shafts yeah. there. Yeah. Snorkels. 
you know, like we might go underwater with this vehicle. You don't know. Oh, look, oh yeah, I, we we do. I do drive mine through water, so yeah, I do like to have that on me. I mean, Jeez, so like Louise. when you go, dude, those actually go on the road. Jeez, man. Oh, they yeah, got. How do you see the, the thing so got you, tandem steer axles on it? Yeah, so you work. No you work with these people because you're loading. You somewhat know who they are or what they do, kind of. How do you? They don't back up. They never back up, huh? They only go straight, huh? Yeah. All right, you got to remember that is per liter, though. Yes. How big is the well, engines that in those? Are they like fourteen point seven liter engines? Or are they? Like bigger engines. Wow! In look how truck. big this truck is. One, two. That's well, crazy. I mean, think of, it's so much more efficient to do. It that. is more efficient. Like I think the limit here is like two trailers. No, you can. Lead, there's a, uh, a you'll see FedEx. Pump. You'll see FedEx or UPS hauling triples oh, or like United Airlines, but they're they're the smaller. They're not fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not the big boy. They're not the big. No, boys. they're like they're forty footers. They're oh, like yeah, smaller than they're smaller than one of those trailers. Just how having a good old stir fry. That looks good. The area that I work in, the the trucks are that to be fifty three meters long, but where I live in this area, they're going to be about I think it's about thirty five meters long. Oh my! <laughs> Got a little 301 going in a bucket. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's big, man. Yeah, because when you dig in the, in the clay, it, it, the bucket, it builds up the dirt in the bucket. So you get the little one to scratch the dirt out. Get out of here. That is too fun. <laughs> so that guy's job all day is to go around to bigger buckets and just scrape them all nah, day? No, no, no. We only do it every now and then. It's not, not that long. Oh, okay, well, I'm thinking this guy just does this all day. He just, I'm done. Just, is that much? Just he cats over to the next dude, guy. It's clay. It's probably like rock hard. I was gonna say that clay is just is everything just is just brown clay. That's just brown dirt or red clay or what? It, 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 as you go down, it, you got your different levels, and it, it'll go like sandy clay, rocky. So it, it all varies, and but that that particular clay that's real sticky, it it builds up in the bucket. Oh. Um. So What's the craziest thing you ever, you ever found in the ground? I was just going to ask that. I'm like, you ever find any dinosaur bones? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, you don't really find any. You ever find any gold? No. Uh, no, never. One, one mine I worked at, they did find some in the wall. Yep. Wow. Because when we mine it, it's only like two grams per ton, so you don't see it. Oh. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just so, you know, two grams of gold in one ton of dirt. I mean, so my, are my, they uh, running a lot of dozers through there too? What was it, that, mate? Are you my guys own? running a oh, lot? No, I'm talking, Sean. Go ahead, man. I'm excited. Do you guys run a lot of dozers through there? Or is it just all excavators? No, so we're at the pit of at the moment. We have one excavator, uh-huh. two, two D10 dozers, the grader, water cart. Yep. Oh, that just sounds like so much fun. Does any of the I, equipment or like the vehicles there like rust like our climates do? Like when we have like salt and stuff on the roads? Uh, yes, because the, the water that where we dig, once we get down to the water level, it's like it's 
17 times saltier than the ocean. Oh, wow. So, uh, oh, it's saltier so, than the ocean. Yeah, yeah, like a lot lot more. So the water cart, for instance, who, who has to pump the water onto the roads to stop the dust, the water cart rusts out really fast. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. And then the, the full drives, the, the vehicles that we use to, to, you know, for work, they rust out of, uh, as well because of the, the, salt, the salty water that gets sprayed on the road. Oh, wow. Huh. Interesting. So, so Sean, when, when you're, I've heard in the podcast, you, you do something with salt. What, what's all that about? Oh, yeah. We're, we're putting salt on the ground because it's icy. And it melts the ice so people don't slip and fall and slip and slide and crash and things like that. So I got to pick up, you know me, I'm only, I'm not carrying weight like you. Hey, show them, show them the thing you put in the back of your truck. It's right behind you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I had to uh, take my salt spreader out. This is what he puts in the back of his pickup truck, Roger. And then he goes and drives around to different parking lots. This isn't going to impress you because you move a lot of weight, but this only holds one ton. Here, I'll turn the camera around. Just like one scoop for him. Like less than a scoop. Like not even, <laughs> not even, uh, not even a scoop. Like little baby one, scoop. One ton is One like, teaspoon. <laughs> this goes in a two fifty. It holds one ton, and uh, we, you know, spread salt for our clients, little dentist offices and things like that. Nothing big, but. Um, Damn, look at all that equipment, man. That looks... But what, oh, that, that, that sprays the salt around. Yeah. yeah it's, it's got, got a, a little auger on the back. Yeah, that It's got an auger and a vibrator in there. So the auger pushes the salt over to the spinner. That's actually the spinner right there. And it oh, yeah. that spins around and a, just throws it. Do you have a video of any of this? Yeah, I've got some videos of uh, some salting. Well, Roger, the other thing they'll do, too, is they'll have big, like, uh, let me think, liters to gallons here real quick. I don't know. Big enough of a tank, just like a water tank that you'd, you know, they'd use out on the mine, but something you could fit on, like, a semi, and they'll fill it with, like, salt water brine, uh, and they'll spray that on the ground, too to keep ice from forming and stuff also now it depends on the area too because because i've heard some areas uh in the united states are so cold particularly maybe more canada more alaska it's so cold that ice or salt doesn't even work so they don't salt well they started we've been slinging sand by us for the past like week they're not even throwing salt oh no kidding really oh really wow dude my black truck is is white is there a shortage matt is there a shortage no, they're just doing it because um, salt hasn't been very effective right now, and they're doing it for traction because most of the roads by us, it's just compacted snow. Oh, yeah. So much I haven't bad. been able to get it off quick enough. Yeah, you're right about that. So uh, I've, been, I've been doing all right as far as that. Because once, once you get a little bit of thick snow, it takes so much salt to melt it. It's, it's ridiculous. It's not... Uh, a little salting is not going to melt it. It's just, just going to, it's just going to eat it up. So, Sean, go ahead. Um, how how much longer till the snow your snow season is finished? And when it is finished, what do you do then? 
when it's over, uh, we do outdoor stuff, mowing lawns. I actually got a lawnmower here because in, in your area, you have similar equipment. Like, uh, I think you have Ferris yeah. mowers out there and uh, stuff like that. So we cut lawns in the summer oh, yeah. and do, do some outdoor stuff. Well, do you That's guys use... You guys use rotary mowers? What was that? I was going to say, I, I don't I have know. my own right on lawnmower here. Oh, you have a riding lawnmower there? Yeah, right. I ride on mower for doing my lawn, yeah. Is yours okay, like a yeah. is yours a rotary mower or is it a, a real mower? Like they use it like a golf course. Um, It's got a 42-inch deck and it's got the two blades okay. underneath yeah, it's not no real mower, Matt. Come on. <laughs> well, no, dude, depending on some climates, that's just what they use because of, you know, if they have bent grass no, or like, a, yeah. you know. They don't use real mowers only exclusively in Australia. I didn't know because that's what they use in like only using like Germany at my girlfriend's grandpa's house. And then, mm. you know. Look at that heater. Okay. What's the temp right now, Roger? Oh, right near. It looks nice over there, man. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's quite cool today. It's, it's At the moment, it's 20 degrees Celsius, going for 25 maximum. Matt, how cold is it here in Celsius? Um, I will tell you here in a second. Give it to me. Are you, are you guys all or, close or better, to yeah, what was it? What was it yesterday? This morning, uh, it we're, was... We're in the same state. We're... Maybe an hour, oh, a couple hours. Oh, dang. He's 20. That's 70 degrees. God bless it. Yeah, I'll take 20 degrees. 70 degrees All is right. kind of so cool, too. So this wow. morning, it was negative 23 Celsius. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Roger. This time, two years ago, I was in Chicago at the time. It was Holy at, shit. during that week. It was the coldest place on earth. It was negative 53 Celsius. Oh, then man. it was it's terrible. You said in Chicago. Yeah, it was negative 64. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's when we had that crazy polar vortex. That's insane. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. It's not that bad. I, I went out this morning. It was negative. Uh, no, What'd but right say? right now it's like negative ten Celsius out right now because I think it's like fourteen degrees out. Yeah, so negative ten. You see, Texas got a bit of a hammering too. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, cool. they're not used to that either. Wow. Their infrastructure is not there for that. All all their fuel. I've been hearing nonstop fuel fueling problems with having additives and and anti gels and. Well, yeah, they and, don't. They don't. They probably don't run like a winter blend down there to combat that. You should do, Roger, is I'd be curious to see what kind of what your fuel looks like next time. Uh, maybe drain your water separator into like a glass container and maybe take oh, a picture yeah. of it and see uh, compared to uh, mine. Uh, I can send yeah, you a link yeah. uh, to my water and fuel video I did on my truck and how clear it looked like uh, ethanol almost. And uh, like, what was yours? Does yours look like real neon yellow? Is it blue? Is it red? Yeah, I think it's more yellowy. Okay, okay. It's more yellowy at the moment. I was just going to ask, do you guys have like, do you have on-road diesel and then off-road diesel? Um, Well, yeah, you you can buy diesel like from the service station. Uh 
But like where I work at the mine, they they get it in bulk. I, right. I presume it's the same stuff, but it, they yeah. don't we, they don't pay a tax on yeah. the diesel at yeah. the mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, they yeah. I'd assume it's probably a different color or something. Yeah, is it a different color so they can tell? Like it's dyed different. Yeah, I'm actually not sure to be honest. Yeah, because oh. like here in the states, our on-road diesel is dyed green, and then off-road diesel is dyed red. So like if you get pulled over and they're like, we have suspicion that you have off-road diesel in your truck and you have red diesel in your truck, they know you're not paying tax on it. Then you get a big old fine for it. Oh yeah, wow, that's. I'd hate That's to have crazy. that gas bill, that gas card to fill up that excavator. What's that take? About 900,000 gallons? <laughs> I, think it burns, I think it uses over 2,000 liters every shift. Jesus Ooh. Christ. What? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It's a bit. It's a lot. <laughs> Better hope you're pulling a lot of gold out that day. <laughs> How much gold are you guys, the plant, like the whole mine? How much gold is it pulling out a day? Oh, yeah, I, I look. I couldn't tell you. It's it's about uh, in Australian dollars. It's two thousand, say two thousand three hundred dollars an ounce. Uh, and I think the company might have done one hundred fifty thousand ounces for the year. Something. Okay. Like so there's yeah. not. It's not like in Gold Rush where there's a big room or a big uh, party and they all weigh the gold and they all touch it and all that. And, <laughs> 500 they all kiss gallons. the mason jar of gold yeah everything. sit around a campfire Jesus. it around sing kumbaya yeah we don't have gramps out there forgetting what he's trying to say jack <laughs> <laughs> yeah they have a they have a gold room where they pour it and all that but i've never seen it uh, oh okay, yeah so is the gold <laughs> that you guys are pulling out is that mainly like um consumer base for like jewelry or monetary value or is it like for electronics and stuff like that yeah i don't know i, I think they send it down to the perth what they call like I, i'm a long way from the city uh -huh. so they send it 600 k's from where i work down to the city and there's a mint down there called the perth mint in the city uh -huh. of perth so what what it does after it gets to the perth mint i, I couldn't tell you i don't know Kind of a well, non, kind of a, a random non-power stroke question. You ever been to Tasmania? Yes. Yes, I have. It's cool. cold down there. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Not not, not like you guys, but that is, that's that's cold compared to where I live. Yeah. Oh, I'm wow. like mildly afraid to go to Australia because I I just hear like there's always there's some sort of critter creature weather that can just take you out in the blink of an not if you stay in town. Jeez. Oh, is it true that every Australian has a bathroom spider? Like you just have a spider in your bathroom? Because I've seen that on the internet and I need to know if it's true. Uh, it, there's certain spiders that we have here that I've got them in my house now, but they, they don't hurt you. Oh, okay. But you, you might see those big black ones and that, but they're, they're Wait, not. Wait, really they, they just hang out? Like, oof. What are they doing? Hang out, yeah, literally hang out. So when you see oh. them, you don't kill them? No, dude, I was seeing on the, TikTok this spider like literally the size of my hand just chilling on their wall. And they're like, hey, what's up, Larry? And the thing just kind of like wiggled at them. I saw that one doing the rounds. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? Wow. You just got bathroom spiders? Is this something I don't, that I need to, you know, get on? That's, oh, that's, he's that's looking for them. He's like, I, I thought I just saw one. <laughs> 
He's like, my pet spider's over there right now. That's funny. That's interesting. Well, where, where I live, if not far from where I live, is where the last few shark attacks were. Oh, wow. Really? So you want to be careful going in the water, yeah? Dang, yeah, I heard about that. I guess I guess it'd be pointless to kill those spiders, huh? Like it's just gonna it's just there's another one gonna come out. Like, why even mess with it? Yeah, them? they're just gonna multiply. So you like at that <laughs> you point might, you might as well just leave you one. Might cause it. You might you be causing burn it. Burn the house down. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't hurt you, mate. So I don't, I don't worry Yeah, fire them. fire department comes out. Well they don't like, they don't ah, hurt Roger, us. They another don't spider, hurt us. huh? They don't actually hurt us here <laughs> nope. either, I don't think, but they still scare us. Not in Michigan, but the ones down <laughs> south do. Yeah, dude, but that's like what I'm spiders saying. Like and, in Michigan, there's really nothing here that can kill you other than like well, we a drunk freak driver. Out. We don't. We freak out. Like, oh, go get that spider. If your old lady sees a spider, she's like, oh yeah, go get that spider. Go kill it. Go and then you up. always tell her you killed it, and you didn't. Oh, all the time. <laughs> Every time. Yeah, I got it. Where to go? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, this is so offbeat. But at least the stink bugs haven't been as bad as they were recently. Like the past couple of years. Oof. Well, we have them. Oh my Oof. god, they were awful. So these spiders, they don't just like make webs and ruin like if we leave our spiders, oh. they'll just make webs. Dude, these spiders that I saw, they could probably make you like a duvet to throw they're on must, your bed. They're probably they're probably helping out. They're probably, they're probably good for the environment. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> good for the, the home ecosystem. They're eating stuff that's smaller than them. And there's no there's yeah. no webs. They're not leaving webs, right? Oh, they're, they're, they are, they're not big. Nah, they're, they're small, mate. Yeah. Well, small, we'll know if there's some like crazy super genetic spiders if we see on the news one day. <laughs> Don't like, you guys I, have Walter swinging from tree to tree, knocking down kangaroos, mining gold, dressed up as Spider Man or something? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know guys have now. like giant mosquitoes down there? Oh, mosquitoes are bad, yeah. The mosquitoes yeah. are? Yeah. Oh no! I'm allergic. I'm allergic to mosquitoes. Yep, Sean's out. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Sean's out. At, at work. Well, that'll, week, that'll be week, good for the person sitting on the plane next to him because they probably don't want to hear about oil viscosity <laughs> for a 20-hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor oil guys. Laugh now, Matt. Laugh now because you know what? Oil's a good topic. I know. It wasn't for me. We wouldn't be talking about this much oil. Hey, 540, 1040, if it was years. You, Matt, if it was up to you, we'd still be talking about 1030. I'm empty. No, we would have moved on. We wouldn't be talking Boring. about oil anymore. Hey, I've converted and I'm full synthetic. Yeah, so we're up. And so we're some good. people's old ladies, you know. Keep looking young. <laughs> this, this one here. Uh can you see that? Yeah. 540, that's full sin. See that, Matt? That's a pen, pen right, Australian. Now it's time for you to convert too, Matt. Is that your guys' popular brand over there? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really, really good oil. Pen right? Yep, yeah. You can buy it in the States, I think. Is it made in Australia? Yeah. I'll be damned. So this one here, this suits the Ford MC. 912A, 913A, 913B, 13, 153-G, and 153-H. All of them. The Ford, 
that's all the Ford ones there. BMWs, um, Chrysler, Porsche, uh, Opel, Renault. It's uh, Mercedes-Benz approved. Oh, okay. Yeah. How, uh, well, I would guess that would be... What, what do they cost for one of those? For what, what that's going to be like five quarts for us. Yeah, so that that there, I normally buy them when they come on on like on sale, and so it's that six liter you could get there for around fifty sixty dollars. Oh, okay. Okay. Sometimes cheaper, just depends. Yeah, I mean that's not really that far off from what it'd be from us. So if I if I um if I'm going to do a long trip, which I've done a few few. So even if I've only done two or three thousand kilometres, before I do a long trip, I'll change all the oil, all the fuel filters, the oil filter before I go. That way, it's good for ten or you know odd thousand k's. I don't have to do it till I get back again. Yeah, right, right, right. With uh, with Australia, it, that's probably a lot of driving. Like you, you know, everything's probably spread out. I would think. Yeah, like like I could if I was to go to South Australia, the next state. Well, I'd have to drive two two odd thousand k's just to get there. Yeah. So I'd, I'd drive like 800, 900,000 kilometers in a day. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Big, it's big no country. joke. Is it most of everything kind of on the uh, perimeter of the country by the water? And like yeah, the everyone inside? lives in the water, yeah. Where, so, where I live in, in Western Australia? We're, we're actually the third of the size of Australia, our state. But we've only got about 2 million people. So there's, there's not many people living here. Well, how many people really are living there in the whole country? Uh, about 24 million. Wow, oh, that is, that's not yeah. that many people. Wow. Yeah, compared like, to us. Holy compared crap. to here, there's 300 million people. Jesus. So, so that's out of the 24 million... There's only about two million live in my state, and we're the third of the size of the whole of Australia. Wow, wow. Where, where does like the Aborigines fit into all that? Are they like in the middle of uh, Australia, or no, no, they're, no, they're everywhere. Mate. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so and the town, so... the town I live in, I'm seven hundred and thirty kilometers from from the nearest city, which is Perth. So nobody ever drives clear across, like deep into australia i would think they don't drive where's sorry sure like like straight through like you're not going to drive like up up in there because i don't know if there's even roads like does everything kind of happen around the coast or is there any like roads that cut across oh uh, there, there is roads sort of through the center but not not, not everywhere. straight and some, okay yeah and some are they're not sealed they're they're you know like gravel dirt roads okay Dang, so you'd need like a, a tire kit, a, a screw kit, a gun kit, a, there's just a first a aid of, kit. There's a ton of land out there. You'd have to come prepared. Blankets, flares, I mean, survival kit. Like what's in the middle of Australia? Not much. Is it, <laughs> it kind of not much? <laughs> I mean, there's, come on, man. There's, there's towns, but there's, there's, in the whole scheme of things, there ain't many people live in, live in the center. Right, you know, you, there is towns, but mate, they're, they're considering once, the population. Once you get to the center, the towns probably get less and less, like less and less towns or less and less people. The deeper you go, damn, we need to get some super duties out there and start trekking. 
How, how we're gonna do we're gonna do a survival challenge. We're all gonna fly how, out there with nothing yeah. but a blanket, boots, and Vegemite. And we're probably not gonna make it because I don't I've never had Vegemite, but they get eaten by a yowie. We'll probably get eaten by something or stung by something. We're there there that's yeah, gonna be that. Yeah, that, that, that might happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging out in Sydney. I'm going to Sydney, Australia. Oh, the same. Oh, that's probably where all the yuppies are. Yeah. So how how cool would it be? Like, let's say hypothetically, I had a super duty in Australia. Would that be like the biggest head turner ever? Like seeing, you know, what that's like an exotic huge ass four fifty just dually rolling down the rope. What the (laughs) shit is this? There's a huge dichotomy there. Hold on, boys. Let's dichotomy because you guys got like bigger trucks, like bigger semi trucks, bigger gravel trains. There's nothing that really fills in that like we have we have big pickup trucks, but you guys have big real like real trucks. Yeah, like we we, our our pickup trucks, we don't call them trucks, they're just called they called a ute. You call it a ute. Ute, yeah. We don't we don't use we don't say trucks. A truck to us is what, what what Aaron was showing you before with the big wheels and okay, the truck. so that's, that's a, a truck, and truck. then a pickup is just gonna be a Ute. It's a Ute, yeah. Can you imagine so calling I'll, your 450? So a I'd Ute? be down there. I'd be down there with my 450. Says, "Hey, look at my truck," and they'd be looking at me like, "That's not a truck. That's <laughs> hey, 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 not Sean? a truck. This guy's crazy." Hey, hey, do you know what, Sean? If you were rolling down our street with that snowplow on, you would look like silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you can that's probably take it out to a farm and use it. <laughs> that's uh, probably what I'd have to do because what else would I be able to do with it? I'd be like, man, I'm not gonna make no money with this plow. And here oh, in Australia, I have to go to the farming. Let's do some look grading. into it. Once you'd we be all... in a really good spot, but you'd have no money. Right. Yeah. We're gonna <laughs> once all of us hit the lottery, we're gonna ship our trucks down there. We're gonna go for a drive. Yeah. That'd be uh, uh, the the F truck 250 would be perfect for for, for touring here because because of, of the distance involved and you could carry, take a carry a good payload and yeah get a lot of fuel our, our, our Utes like my Ute weighs over three ton with all the gear on it and the water and the all my wow. camping gear and, yeah, yeah that's that's pretty it's three thousand two hundred kilos my truck weighs. 9,500 pounds empty. I don't know how many kilos that is, but 9,500. Uh, divide it by 2.2. Then you'll know. So it'll be like yeah, 4,500 yeah. kilo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Son of a bean. That's empty, but the gross vehicle weight weight rating on uh, mine is 14,000. How, how, much, how much does an F-250 weigh? Just, just standard um, Probably like three and a half kilo. No, that's so, not too bad. Depending yeah, on like ga- if you have gas, depending on if you have gas or diesel, they diesels. really don't weigh as much as people think they do. Because everyone's like, "Yeah, my ten thousand pound F two fifty single rear wheel pickup weighs ten thousand pounds." And it's like, no, it doesn't. It weighs like six thousand, seven thousand pounds. Is that which is which is heavy. which is heavy, which is still heavy. Well, um, all of the uh, all the weight they saved. From the cabs being aluminum, they reinvested into the frames. So, like, instead of having like a C channel frame, it's completely boxed from like you know the nose to the tail. 
of the frame. Yeah, they're 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 only a couple hundred pounds lighter versus in the F one fifty form. It was like five to six hundred pounds, in some cases more lighter. But in the Super Duty, is like two to three hundred pounds lighter when they went to aluminum. Yeah, I should be talking shot now. Is he so the, the, the F two fifty three fifty four fifty? They will have the six point seven liter engine. Is that how it works? And, and no, they have uh they have a uh, seven three liter gas engine and they have they might still have the v10 and some options they i think they're phasing that out for the 7.3 they've got this is, is it gone finally yeah they, they've got the uh 6.2 liter gas v8 which is probably going to be gone soon for 5.8 comes is, out is the diesel diesel um motors they gaining in popularity over there because i always thought you guys just use petrol um, right now, the gas engines, I think, are gaining more popularity because we got so many emissions and the diesels are, are a lot more money. The gas engines kind of have come up a little bit to, enough to get the job done. They've gotten oh, more dude, power. They, and they've come up like leaps and bounds now. Yeah. Your, our gas engines are, are outperforming the old diesel engines, I think. Yeah. So well, they're coming up. power number, I would say so. Just, just like guys like us, we have diesels because it's fun. We just want cool trucks. But if you're thinking about profit and all that kind of stuff, and what's going to make me the most money for thing, it's going to be gas. Unless yeah, you, I, unless you're I hauling, think it depends on the application. Yeah, unless you need the application because you're hauling long distance, then you probably need the diesel because you're putting that, that kind of miles on. But if you're carting around short distances, the gas can be. Much better without the emissions and without the maintenance and all that. Yeah. We're the so land I don't of... have a choice. One's a diesel. We don't have a petrol choice. Yeah. Um, we're, I, we're the land I, of overdoing here, so everyone thinks they need to yeah. have a diesel truck. I don't need the diesel. I do use the max gross vehicle weight rating, but I don't use the max towing uh, of the truck. I could have gotten uh, gas, but I couldn't. The 450 only comes in a diesel in this form unless it was a cabin chassis. It doesn't say, and then would your the, payload would, the, would have been the diesel will be Wouldn't the diesel be better for your plowing with the low-down torque and all that stuff? Doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yes, but you know what? Probably. Because I, I can tell you plow? how uh, it doesn't really plow any faster. You could plow probably like 15 to 20 miles an hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably closer to 15 to be safe. Once you're hitting 20, you're just the snow is like a lot of times it's just too light and it's just blowing everywhere. So, and they don't yeah. really, the, the manufacturers really don't recommend plowing too fast. So, like 15 miles an hour is pretty quick, I think. Uh, you, Matt, would, you, Matt would disagree. He would like, well, he likes to plow a little quicker than me. What, what happens there? Do, do they call you, like, if there's a lot of snow overnight? Do they call you and say, right, we need you to come out in the morning? You have to clean um, the snow so the cars can we drive. Set a, we set up a deal. Like before, in a pre, in, it all depends on some some guys. Like if you're if you're less experienced or whatever, you might have somebody, oh, just call me. But once you've got a couple of years under your belt, you would say something like, uh, we'll come out for an inch. If it's less than an inch of snow, or like a half an inch, half of an inch of snow, we'll salt it. 
once you hit an inch, we'll plow it and you'll come up with one price for like the season and then the price for salting or a price per push or whatever. And it's just all put in a contract deal. And it's usually a mixture of different contracts. So you got, you got some that pay you up for the season and some pay you per push. And then you automatically know what to do. And there's usually for me, at least I, there's very little communication between me and the property manager or owner or anything. It's usually nothing really to say. I, it kind of says that I'm allowed to do what I think is needed. And unless there's some reason for them, there's some kind of issue or something gets broken and, is the, is the plowing predominantly so other cars can drive on the road? Is that, is that what you're doing? Um, so for what for my setup, it's not set up for roads. It's more set up for parking lots. And then for the roads, you got the uh -huh. big municipal, bigger plows that really do the roads. But it's just for smaller mm -hmm. local businesses who want to open up, say, a dentist office or doctor's office, whatever. They want to open up for the morning for their clients so they're not trekking through the snow and potentially slipping or they want it to look nice for their for their clients to come in and get do whatever they're doing. So it's kind of like, I mean, I guess technically, if you really think about it, they could walk through the snow. But people, there's a whole bunch of like, oh, you slipped here, you slipped over there, and that's because you didn't plow the snow situation. It's like a blame thing. So you want to have a lot of people like they want it plowed and salted and all that. So you can't slip. This might sound kind of crazy to you guys in Australia because you guys probably don't do stuff like this. But you can you, you don't want to have a situation where somebody else can slip on your property. And fall down, yeah. which is crazy. Like you should just be responsible for your own yeah. ability to do something. But, you know, you want it to be slip free, hazard free type of situation. Mm. So it's kind of partially the hazard and partially just making it nice, making sure, you know, getting stuff open before they open up is part of the game, I think. And it's kind of where I'm at. You know, I'm not doing nothing real big. I'm not doing any roads. Now is the coronavirus play on your display? Coronavirus? What about it? <laughs> so you need a coronavirus play out to get that out of the road and you'll be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, the the snow is. Are you having like a, a worse year than normal, or is this an average year for snow? Or? It depends on the situation. Some people it won't snow, and they're having a great year. Some people, oh. if it snows every day, they're having a great year. While others are really upset that it's snowing every day because it depends on how it's set up. If you've set up all your accounts to pay you up front, then you are going to want it to never snow because everybody already paid you. Oh, okay. But, but if, but you, is it, if as you're as going in the actual season, as in snowing, not not so much your contract, but the actual weather. Is it snowed more this year than last year, or is it average? Or it seems average. Uh, it's been go. real slow for a couple of years. Like it's oh, been okay. like global warming slow for like a couple of years. Apparently, I don't know. But this year it was slow in the beginning, and the last couple of weeks it kind of picked up, and we got hit pretty good. But it's still it's still maybe a little slower than it could be, yeah. as long as it yeah. stops soon. It's not over yet, so. 
It's one of those things. Weather, weather does what it does. Power strokes from the wet to the cold, from the North Americas to the Australias. We're covering it all. We're covering. Me and reeling with Ryan, we use our trucks like men. You need to get your contacts in, in Ford and tell them to make right hand drive F 250s, please. Oh, man. We need to get Ford on the podcast, the number one Power Stroke podcast, and talk yeah. trucks and see it's, from the viewers. It's what, so weird what that, they want on these it's trucks. It's so weird that I work at Ford and Rep like, that. talk about Fords. Like, and then sometimes I'll get a comment. Like, I just got one today. This guy's like, hey, uh, you work in Dearborn? I'm on the door line. What do you? What F-150 do you think? Yeah, he's asked me some F-150 question that I, I can't even answer because I don't know a whole bunch about the new ones because I got a Super Duty now. And it's like, uh-huh. it's, weird. it's weird that you work there and you're talking to people that also work there because now people who work there are starting to like meet me up in the parking lot. Like, hey, man. Now I know who you are. <laughs> I've been seeing that truck. I know who you are. And a lot. And I'm like, there's no way that he just works here. That's there's no way you can miss that truck. Well, we want to thank Roger for joining us tonight. Thanks so much, buddy, for reaching out. Uh, uh, We'll have to get you back on here and and talk, uh, talk about uh, the Australias because we don't, I don't know anybody from Australia and we don't ever talk to anybody from Australia. So now buddy, you're going to be our Australia mate. Uh, yeah we'll put uh talking to you we'll put a link uh to your youtube channel in the description uh for those of you uh, that want to check out roger's uh stuff he's got going on uh big shout out uh to bill brown ford here in livonia michigan Uh, make sure to check out our inventory at billbrownford.net see if you want to pick up a new super duty uh or car whatever you want um and uh if you want to get on the show make sure to check my email up here at the top or on the bottom uh here in the video or in the description and as always thanks so much for listening and watching we'll catch you next time see you